This is Dollars and Sensibility with Tom Stone. And we're gonna talk about what you really want. And at the end of the day, how to get what you really want is to understand money. Guild Mortgage, NMLS number 3274, Tom Stone, NMLS number 257849. The information contained in these podcasts are for educational purposes only and do not necessarily express the opinions of Guild Mortgage. Welcome to another show of Dollars and Sensibility. Grateful you joined us. Today, the question is, when should I truly change the way I do business or my marketing or... Uh, new location, uh, so many variables of, you know, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But does that always work? And the answer is, yeah, sometimes it does. But when should you consider those changes? Um, I've watched my friends who are self-employed, who have a shop and they kind of get into that mentality. They go to the shop, they open the door, they, they go inside and that's their world. That's what they see. That's what they do. And you don't always see from people outside looking in what they may or may not be seeing because you've seen it so many times or you know it so well. You just don't know when to change. So I actually asked Ashley Anderson, who has worked with me for now eight very quick, exciting, fun years. Right, Ashley? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's way excited. It's her first time on a podcast. Are you nervous? Not nervous. Just <laughs> everything else. <laughs> all, all the other emotions. Yeah. Okay, well, it's my job to make sure it's easy going. The reason that I really wanted and, and have Ashley on this is that I got to give some background to this. So in, you came in what year, Ashley? 2014? 2014. So I started at Guild Mortgage in 2013. So it'd been about a year. Um, my, my 11, 10, 11, 12 into 13 annual production with the mortgages were about, they were very static. I was doing about a million dollars a month. So about $12 million a year. And some of that was certainly because we're coming out of the, the huge recession. So part of that was I'm proud of that. We actually had business coming through that was steady, but it wasn't big numbers. And, and you showed up in 2000, well, I went to 2013, to, excuse me, I went to Guild in 2013, which was one of the best decisions I've ever made with, with my career. And then one of the other best decisions I made was having Ashley join us. And on one side, she didn't know anything about the mortgage industry, right? Yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> but but we hired her to be the reception we receptionist, excuse me, and to do some other tasks around that are more on the simple side of the mortgages. But I was always able to sit down with her and say, "Hey, what should we do to get more business?" And so, you know, where's the marketing come from with your mind? Is it something you went to school for? Is it you've always thought about that? Because I could always come to you and talk marketing stuff. I certainly took classes in school for marketing and it was they were one of my funnest classes. But, mm -hmm. And I always enjoyed them. But I, I guess that's where it comes from. I don't know where it comes from. I just I guess I have a creative mind. <laughs> I always like to tease everyone in my office. And I, it's funnest a word. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna for today. We're gonna call funnest as a word. Okay. It definitely is a fun way to say it. If it's not right, fun, funner, funniest. I would. I say funnest is a word. Come on, you like to be teased. Come on, you love it, don't you? <laughs> Eight yeah, years later. Great word. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, so so let's go to the question. The question for our office, again, I personally have been, has been in business for next year will be 30 years. So I've been in business 29 years in the Hebrew Valley doing the same thing. I've been doing mortgages since 1994. I started September 24th, 1994. So next September, uh, well, from, that's not quite, huh? It's like 28 going on 29 and then 30. So I keep saying the majority of 30 years, I'll have done the same thing. I've done the same thing in the same place, changed the location a couple of times. But going back to when you showed up, I guess I better give that 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 year 2014, we did uh, $23 million in business. And then the following year, um, we did $28 million, And I think we did 28 twice. But in the last little while, we went from $44 million to $72 million to $87 million in volume. That's loan volume, not income. That's loan volume. But for me, from 2012-13, I was doing $12 million a year. And last year, we did just shy of $90 million in a, in a, in a little town that's a population of about average over that time of under 30,000 and just crested over 30,000. And so we're proud of that, right? Yes, very. Let's go for you. So it's me talking. How proud are you of that? Because you, you're not the owner, right? Right. And that's not any sort of disrespect. It's, how do you feel about these eight years in, in the office and guild? Where, where do you feel with, you hear those numbers? How does that make you feel? Well, extremely proud to work for a company that allows you to, you know, take ideas and expand on them. And mm -hmm. we've actually taken a lot of our ideas guilt has taken upon and mm -hmm. used. So I think it's awesome that we are work for a company that allows you to do that. And in you know, your, in your words, how did, what's made this uh, growth for us? What's happened? I mean, we could say population growth for sure. Right. Right. Definitely our marketing. We've expanded our marketing and we've mm -hmm. done different ideas all the time and we've brainstormed and gotten ideas out there and a lot of every, almost every I well I shouldn't say almost I think everything that we've done has worked let's go down that path for a second because I asked that question of the day and in fact so so we're sitting here in honestly in this time frame of eight years of your career and and, and mine for the 28 29 years this is the slowest at least last month right this month we're actually ramping up again but October November was almost a zero like the phone was right. dead We've never seen that. No, never. I mean, at least the phone would ring and we mm -hmm. would have a lead. Or, mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was very dead. And it's the feds uh, raising rates as fast as they did and made people go to the sidelines and, and so forth. We think it's temporary. We can already see it coming back, all those kind of things. But what what is it that um, you would say, let's go down the details. You, well, let me back up. Excuse me. I just realized where I was going with that. And that is you said that you were up and have been up in the middle of the night worried. Yes. You said you were at two o'clock in the morning worried. She's like, I know we're going to be okay. You said that. Yes. But you can't help be worried because you haven't felt this before. Not, right? Never. No. Yeah. And and I thought about that too. And of course, I think about those things. And I came back a few days ago, which was after you'd mentioned being worried about it, uh, sleepless at night. And I said, hey, Ashley, how long have you lived here? Lived here? How long have you worked here? <laughs> And we kind of do live here, don't we? We do. Yeah. Yeah. We spent a lot of time here. <laughs> <We do. 
uh, I, I asked you, I said, you know, how long have you worked here? And you said eight years. I said, over that time frame, I want you to think, what have we done marketing-wise? Generally, we can certainly say, you know, you know, one day here, one day there, something not. What have we sat down, thought about, and implemented that has not worked? Now, you've already given the answer. Nothing. I can't. But you pause for a little bit. Yeah. You thought, you're like, <laughs> wait a minute. It's all worked. It really, truly has. All of everything that we've, like put our minds together and done mm -hmm. and implemented his work. And a lot of it we've stolen, right? Yeah. You said, you know, I go to conferences and yeah. I always come back with these cool ideas. Our guild experience, for example. Well, we we took an idea and we emphasized it to what it is now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's just uh, talk about that one. So I went to a guild conference and they, they shared how at milestones in the process, milestones would be application, Appraisal order, appraisal received, um, submission to underwriting, approval, closing. Those are the main ones that people want to know what's going on. And they want to you know, have some sort of, first of all, let me know, but also just kind of a celebration to it. So as we began the process, the, you know, they had to do an application with us. They get, go ahead, I'll let you do it. They get a welcome uh, water bottle. Water. Oh, the bottle. You're talking yeah. about the bag. I was talking about like, Oh, you were way ahead of me. You're right. Yeah. Do that one first. Do that yeah. one first. So when you come in and meet with Tom and Bree and get a pre-approval, you actually get a welcome, uh, gift gift. Yeah. And it's just basically our chapstick that everybody loves. <laughs> I mean, everybody loves mm -hmm. uh, a pen and a notepad and it's just a little, that's it. Guild. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Very simple. I buy the pens in bulk. Yeah. I buy the chapstick by the hundreds. The notepads come in bulk. They put, the, being that I work all with ladies, by the way, it always has a nice cellophane and a ribbon to it. So it's like like a gift. Yeah. And it's funny to me because I almost, at first when we started doing this, I was like, I'm a guy. I don't really do cellophane and I don't really. Do the ribbons. I don't. You know, I'm a guy's <laughs> guy for sure. Uh, but every time someone, oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, okay. So now it's become pretty regular for me to say, hey, thanks for coming in. Before you leave, there's always a gift. And then very short time later, usually waiting on their doorstep is, is, the, water bottle. is the water bottle. And let's talk about that. So every uh, milestone has a little saying that comes with it. And our water bottles truly are the best water bottles. I know I just said our chapstick was. But... <laughs> <laughs> The water bottles come with like, let us show you to have a refreshing experience. Mm -hmm. And they all, every little milestone has a saying that comes with it that we, we live up, we try to live up to and we mm -hmm. want to, you know, uh, give to you as well. Cause we feel it. We love working here at Guild and we want all of our clients to fill it as well. So, so you said our, our chapstick is good. Our water bottle is good. We did make a very coherent, I guess, a uh, purposeful decision that if we're going to do swag, if we're going to give stuff out, it's going to be stuff that people would really want. Yes. So that water bottle, it costs me a lot of money, but it's, it's fully insulated. I mean, we all use them. Yeah. And this I mean, isn't like a kids and my husband saw them. We're like, I want one of those. Like, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> it's silver, blue or yellow has the guild name on it, yeah. but it literally, you know, you're, you're hot or you're cold stays that way for a day or two. Yes. They're awesome. Yeah. This is no like little plastic water bottle that they throw in the corner. We thought if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Yes. And it does cost money, but at the same time, 
we want to have a high level experience. Well, and it keeps going down the, the process. We can talk about the pizza cutter. Our closing gift has a guild blanket in it. We have, I always tell people, I said, here's what we got for you. And it's got the blanket. It's got some caramels. It's got, tell me what else in there. It's got some, some uh, uh, kitchenware. Uh, well, and they change. We try to revamp them every once in a while. Yeah, to, it's a summer gift and yeah, a winter and gift. Which, summer and winter. And we've changed our, our guild experience to see, you know, what our clients have really loved. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's. I always say, here's your closing gift. We still appreciate it. And in case you don't like what you got, there's an Amazon card to go buy what you really want. I always <laughs> yes. say that. Well, everybody yeah. loves Amazon cards. Yeah. So I, they, I do. Yeah. So here's what we <laughs> thought we'd, you'd want. But if you, you thought there's something else, here's a gift card to also get something else. So you have fun with it. You yes. have fun with it. But it's all higher end, nice stuff that people appreciate. And, and again, one of the variables that people say is that, you know, geez, can I afford to spend all that? And the phrase I like to use is, I don't think you can afford not to. You know, can I afford to do it? And I always, I'm like, well, if I can afford not to. And honestly, going back to the dollars of, of going from 12 million to 22 or 3 million to 28 million, last year was 87 million. I mean, how much would you attribute the yield experience? Oh, like at least 80% of that is. I, because here's another very, in fact, we were just on a, you and I were on a phone call or a, a zoom call with our marketing person for the region. And I said, Hey, I got some ideas I'm doing, which is kind of what we're getting to in this, in this podcast. And I told her, I said, 75 to 80% of our business is past client or past client referral. We don't really have uh, as at least percentage wise, a big portion of our um, volume that comes from realtors or builders. We do definitely do business with realtors and want to do more business with realtors and builders. But most of the loan officers out there, they say number one by far and away is realtor business. And I've just found that there's just not enough, not enough business from realtors <clears throat> that come from a population of 30,000 people. And, and so, you know, we got to do something else and I've gone direct to consumer yeah, basically. And then I just thought we we're just going to give the best experience to our clients. And it isn't just that, Hey, we've swooned in and given you a water bottle. That's just added. The fact that they know what's going on, they feel comfortable, we educate and form, we're on time, they know what's happening, we protect their earnest money, we make sure the refinance is, you know, exceptional value, make sure the rates are good, all those other things. But what makes us different, I think, is the real question, right? Because if we said, hey, why do you go to Guild Mortgage? Best rates, best service, which is true, but it's also the same thing everyone else says. How can everyone have the best and the best, you know, interest rates and service? Right. Um, I guess that's all relative and perspective, but if they can say, oh my goodness, they treated us like gold VIPs. And how many times did we see on Facebook, someone take a picture of what was left on their front porch? That was a cool, yeah. Always fun to see, like, look what I came home to. This was the best mm -hmm. like, thing to come home to at the end of the day. So. Cause we believe this is a celebration, right? Yes. If you're, if you're buying your first home, especially <clears throat> excuse me, or buying your next home, the one that you're. You know, your family's grown or your, your life's changed or whatever it might be. And it might your next home or your retirement home. Uh, certainly we celebrate if you're buying that investment property, that second home. It's just always a celebration of such a cool progression in a person's life and in their investing in real estate, in their own portfolios that are growing. And so we love our clients who literally not only grow in their families, but their home values, their equities, and obviously their comfort and their security. 
So we feel really comfortable, kind of set that context. We've said, oh, we feel good about it. Our numbers have grown every year, pat ourselves on the back. But then we sat back in the last little while, especially with this like halt. And we yeah. said, <laughs> you know, we use the term, who's our avatar? And of course you've said, quit using that because it makes me think of bleep blue people. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, by the way, little little side note, Ashley has seen every single movie since 1970-something, 3,000 times. Probably. or Yeah, I, well, I love movies. And I can quote you. You say one <laughs> line, and I can tell you exactly what movie it's from. <laughs> well, and she does it to me. What is that from, Tom? I'm like, I don't know. I really don't know. You know, you'll name us. Or the soundtrack to that movie. Too. Or the soundtrack. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> you're definitely, yeah, you're the movie buff. That's for sure. So so here we are. We're, we're saying we're feeling good about ourselves, but our avatar is changing. In other words, we're still going to have our base clientele. We still have those referrals coming in. We we love our past clients. They've treated us like gold, and hopefully, it's advice. You know, it's a back and forth relationship that's positive for both of us. But they're all at two and three percent. Yeah, their kids can't afford to necessarily buy at least right now as a first time home. So the first time home buyer market is certainly less, if not almost non-existent in some respects. The refinance market is gone. Right. Building is way expensive. We certainly still doing them. I'm not saying we don't do them. It's just it's less because everything costs more. Yeah. So this is kind of almost the segment of, of the podcast that I thought I'd want to focus on. We have some real success. We and it's the whole office. But again, I rely on, on Ashley as much as anybody to come up with fun, cool ideas, how to how to get the word out. And we've been sitting here doing what we call brain dumps. And we had another podcast about a brain dump. And you also don't like that terminology per se. <laughs> Can we call it something different? And I'm like, no, we're going to call it a brain dump. Yes. <laughs> um, but, you know, we've come up with boards full of ideas and we pick the best ones and we go with it. That's probably the root of how we have some success here. But how how much change should we go through? Now, we've already made these decisions and we're in the action yeah. of them. <clears throat> but when we give your perspective on here we are with, you know, the slowest time ever, at least a couple months worth, we know it's going to get busier. Everyone's telling us that. We think so, too. People are just waiting on the sidelines. We're going to be ready for, we're thinking April, May of, of 2023 is when it's going to start rolling again. What are some things that have been important? And I want to, let's start with the one that you thought was most important. Yeah. So we went through and did the brain dumps. And I, I seriously, the morning Tom came in, had already thought this up in my head and was going to ask him. But so he said, let's do this. We're going through. And I said, let's paint the office. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I love that. And why would you say that? And I said, because we are, we need to boost the morale around here and we want to, we want, you know, we, it, it's going to give us something to do. It's going to give us something to look forward to. We've mm -hmm. all said it needed done. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So really someone could say actually has nothing to do with our, our business model. <laughs> That's nothing about who our avatar is. Why did uh, you just explain yourself again, but I want a little more detail. So you think painting an office was going to help? No, I don't think morale I, was bad. No, I did think it was going to help. I thought it would, you know, if if boosting our morale helps us like be like, oh, it's so much nicer to be in the office. Mm -hmm. Not that it wasn't nice to be here because we love, mm -hmm. I like my job. I love being here. But just to know that it's fresh and clean and, mm -hmm. you know, 
And I thought, yeah, I, I can see that it would be funner to come to the office um, every day. But on top of that, I also asked Tom if I could move walls, like the portable walls around mm -hmm. and do and move the TV. And I mm -hmm. just had a whole idea in my head. And he said, sure, is you know, and we I went we went for it. So <laughs> And everyone loves the changes. Yeah. Right. Now I, and I've shared in past podcasts, one of the things I said I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start a podcast. And I didn't know how much I enjoyed this, by the way, and how many, because of the people that are coming in and the conversation, even just when Bree joins and now that you, it's so fun to, to, the conversations get going. It's kind of like a brain dump where I'll ask a question and you'll think of something that makes me think of something. And then we talk about it. And right. the fact that someone might unhopefully hear that and go, I'm going to implement my, in, in my building or, or my business or my relationship or whatever it might be is kind of the, the purpose. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I said, let's do a podcast. I said, Hey, I was already thinking about building a spec house. Why don't we um, video it through the whole process and have people watch, you know, what's most important from construction to design to finance and, and see all that. That's kind of a cool thing. And we talked about a whole bunch of other things and we, we brought this up, but here we are. Let's talk about this whole, you know, when is it time to truly change? So honestly, we've had some good ideas or yeah. we've, we've stolen some good ideas yes. and, and made them our own and not to be too much on the bragging side. That, ooh, that might work for us and we implement it and we see some results. But this one's as big as this one's much, much bigger than we've ever thought. Right. Yeah. Especially since when we're on this second brain dump after the one you just talked about, Bree mentions we need to make our office more of a boutique feel. Yeah. And I had just got done showing a space over at the old town square building to someone else. Cause I rent buildings too. Uh, that I own. And in my head, I looked at her and I said, you mean like the old town square building? She's like, yeah, like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. So I wrote right below that. I'm like, move to a new space. Just as the paint hadn't quite dried. <laughs> yeah. I think the fumes were still all around us. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but let's go down this path because First of all, I completely believe that action, not inaction, moving forward is the only way to truly get you there. Boy, does that sound like an obvious statement. But too many people get stuck. Too many people say, I'm not sure if we could do that. I'm not sure if I can do that. You know, I don't know. Or, you know, painting the office has nothing to do with it. Why would you do that? I'm like, I'm just like, well, if it's a good idea, sometimes we like, well, not right now, but like, I'm not going to stop that idea. Let's do that. Do you think painting the office, rearranging it, had something to do with the idea of us considering moving? Absolutely, I do. Mm -hmm. I think we got to see how refreshing it was to mm -hmm. have the remodel of the front part of it, mm -hmm. and have the, mm -hmm. you know, and how it it does. Everybody comments on it, and they mm -hmm. you know, and I think it got us moving in that direction and thinking that that's. The possibility that we i think have. so too and you know i never would have dreamed i honestly i've said i'm going to rent out that building instead of because i like my space this works and i've always said i make this space work and i'm going to rent out the stuff that's on main street around you know main floor main street because i can get more rent yeah. <laughs> that's what i said i said i'm like <clears throat> but then i was like wait a minute and i had actually shown it to spaces who wanted leases and i already sent them out made some people mad because it's it's like the most primo space over there at Old Town pretty Square. Awesome. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. 1926 with that old 
um, sandstone wall and the beams holding up. Oh my gosh. I just, the whole area, there's just a whole vibe of the space yeah. is cool. Yeah. So, so you paint the office and we think, and I do believe that's true, that it actually helps us encourage us to make us one of the, one of the bigger decisions. So the question I have almost for this podcast is, you know, sure, sure let's, let's put some great marketing ideas into it. Don't just keep doing the same old, same old, especially when you're doing a B2C business to consumer. That's, mm -hmm. that's the big piece right there. But, you know, moving location and starting a podcast and we're doing Homebot, you know, in fact, we, we said, Hey, we got to include her name's Kate and it's someone who does marketing for guild. And we're like, sometimes you get like, Oh, they're on the corporate level or the regional level. You know, they don't understand our market. Well, we had an hour with her last night that was like, Oh yeah. And she really, truly gave us, I like amazing thoughts and said run. And that's like I was saying, guild is awesome. Mm -hmm. They, they yeah. allow us to do that. She was, I was telling her ideas that, you know, I want to do this. I want to do that. And she, it was kind of fun because she's like, that is like the best idea in the whole world. And I said, well, what about compliance? Cause obviously being in the mortgage world, we have to, she's like, yeah, we'll, we'll watch for it. Make sure you put it in there. And, and maybe I shouldn't say this on my podcast. Well, I'm going to anyway. She's like, we're going to do everything we can to be as good as we can. But if we ask, have to ask permission instead of, uh, or forgiveness instead of permission, so be it, you know, let's, <laughs> let's do this marketing. These ideas are great. Like one of them is I'm going to do video, you know, because most every day I'm either on my mountain bike or my <clears throat> road bike or my dirt bike or my paddleboard or so forth. And I'm going to teach a one minute business principle or something from that. And, you know, while I'm doing some sort of activity, that seems to be a fun idea. She's like, do it, go for it. Yeah. And all of these ideas that Thompson is saying and going over are what came from all of our brain dumps that we've had. So, And a brain dump is generally about 15 minutes. Yeah. People say, you know, how long do you think about this? And again, the brain dump that talked about this before is that the rules are you can't stop your thought. If it comes, I just, I'm going to say go. It, and you can't say something about someone else's. You just have to say it as fast as you can. And the, the principle or lesson learned there is too many times we stop ourselves and we don't let ourselves think all the way through it. And we don't let someone else do the same thing. So then you never get anywhere. And so in that 15 minutes, you go back after five or 10, which one's most important? Then you go and implement it. And that's probably the secret. That's probably the secret sauce to maybe our growth in numbers. It is, by the way, because then and we're also, I say we, the ladies specifically are like they're doers. Like she said, I think we should paint the office. Next thing I know, they come in their grubbies and they're moving furniture and they got paint on their hands. I was like, wow. So thankful for Melissa who works here. She was like, I don't know about this, but she came every day and yep. she helped paint. So. Yep. <laughs> So let's go back to the question. So when should you make large changes? When do you know it's time? When do you think he's like, you know what? We've had some great ideas, some fun ideas, things have worked, guild experience, obviously just doing a good job being, being there for the clients. But you know what? I'm going to throw out there another idea you had on our side of the wall. You wanted to put something up and we're probably going to something on our side of the wall. What did you want to put up there? I wanted to put a saying or a motto or something on the wall that was about for us, but that, you know, represented our client. And I wanted it to say, make their day. Mm -hmm. And it's just above our side. They didn't see it, but mm -hmm. every time somebody walked in, we would see it. And how does that, how do you do that? So that's, I love that. And I was like, yes, I want that. How do you make someone's day? Well, how could we do that? 
just by going the extra mile or, you know, like engaging it with them, or you can, when someone walks in, you can kind of read how they are that day mm -hmm. and, you know, just helping them with a problem that they're having. Sometimes our clients come in here and it's why I have a tax notice. Why is this saying it's not paid? Mm -hmm. And we can just say, look right here or help them with the fact that, it is being paid if you look right here and that's all they're asking for and it's like oh phew i don't have to worry right, about that right so a little relief there yeah. on top of the fact it's fun when we engage a little more in conversation mm -hmm. and whether it be showing the new baby or yes. what they've done to their house you yeah. know we have that a client that never thought they'd ever own a home and they got to have a home finally in their lives first time it had been quite a few years and we spent 30 minutes as she was showing pictures of that was so fun and so cute. remodeling her house. Right. Right. Yeah. Someone came in the other day. We knew that they had a dog, had no idea that it was a show dog that was probably worth a whole lot of money. And they put a lot of time and energy into it. Pretty fun to listen to that. Right. That was a way fun. They are such a cute couple and mm -hmm. so excited for them. So these are things that I think it just, you just have to have people like, the, the ladies that work here that care that much about people that are important. But back to the question, when do you know you need to make a big change? Big changes are, Hey, my, my sign, my business card, my motto, my location, you know, again, back to a shop owner mentality. They walk in the store. We walk in this every day. We see it every day. We know every inch of this place. We know, I mean, we've done, Maybe now you've, you've probably done a thousand loans by this time. You know, if you do two or 300 a year, whatever that is, eight times three, I know you've done a lot more than that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You've done a lot more than that. Haven't you? So many loans, you know, and it's like, oh, you know, been there, done that kind of a thing. And, but things have changed. You have to pivot. I think you have to always be in the mentality of pivot, but this is the biggest pivot I've ever done. Yeah. I want to hear from you a kind of in a nutshell. I've asked the question three or four times now we've talked about it, but why are you thinking and why are you feeling that now is the time to make literally moving location, changing, not the way we do business, because we're going to keep this side. We're still going to keep take care of people. But we're talking about, you know, using building wealth for real estate is, is our mantra. That is, and own what matters is what Guild has. We love that. But, you know, we are about building wealth, through helping you build wealth, your personal wealth through real estate. Why now? Well, I think because the market has changed that we have to be willing to change with it. We can't stay and do the same thing. And honestly, if we're, if that's not going to be our model building wealth through real estate, uh, that's kind of what we're doing, isn't it? Yeah. Moving to a new location. We're trying to build our, uh, ourselves. Mm -hmm. I actually have to smile too, because um, as we finish up here, I think it's important to get a little personal and they're like, Oh, great, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I hope you don't mind me asking because this is important stuff. Ashley has, you have five kids. Yes. And you lived in a rental house. Yes. For how long? Um, From the time you were married. Yeah. Uh, well, th this is my second year of owning my home. So, and so. You rented for 17 years? Yes. You rented for 17 years. You came to work here. Yes. And, you know, eight years ago, right? Saw and learned. You mentioned that you had to, there were some things with your credit or other variables. I didn't understand all the variables. Like, hey, I'm not quite ready yet. 
I need to do a couple things, right? Mm -hmm. None of a major, none of a major, but just not quite there yet, not quite there yet. <clears throat> and then a couple years ago, what made you buy your house? What, what, what was the, I'm doing it? I, I mean, honestly, I was there uh, for a few years and then I, I don't know what made me do it. I just. Can I tell you what I think? Yeah. You work here. Well, of course it's, yeah, that too. And you thought it was possible. Oh yeah. And I was educated and I, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and so it you, was, it was really scary going from uh, one extreme to owning your home, but it was the best decision I made ever and wouldn't change it. And there is always how are we going to make that big payment? But I think you change your life to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to follow up with, and circumstances came in your life. <clears throat> you made, it was a tragedy. You, you lost your father and his house came available. And you looked at that and said, Hey, it's my opportunity to own real estate, to invest in real estate, right? Yeah. Tell me why you chose that choice. Cause I was telling you, I'm not sure you want the headache in your life. I'm obviously, I'm like, wait a minute, I do this for a living. And I'm like, I feel, I guess I'm big brother or dad to you or something. I'm like, all right, Ashley, you got five kids, you got a lot in your plate. You sure you want to have a rental? What were your thoughts with that particular opportunity? Um, well, honestly, I, I thought, went and talked to my husband and I said, I think we can do this and explained a few, you know, cause he said, no, he did. He said he didn't want to. And I said, you know, there's benefits of being, you know, a landlord. Let's not look at all the negatives. <laughs> yeah. We can, obviously we can do like, and make money off of, you know, this and he, and just sat him down and he was like, yeah, we could go ahead and do this. So mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of where I want to finish because this is what we do. And the pivot for us is we're still going to keep doing that, but we need to be better at our messaging, let people know about us, what yes. we're talking about. And it isn't just a normal place to just get a loan. We're not just going to throw out an interest rate and say, you know, here's a couple dollar savings. We want to just show a couple dollar savings. We want to show how to make thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars over the next five, 10, 20 years in your life and get to a point where you feel very comfortable and safe financially. Yes. My assumption is this is your path. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was, I was so, so happy and proud is, is really the words that I saw each of you and all of you who yes. were renting and most of you were renting within a, you know, that six month period of time chose to buy at the perfect time. Really? Really the perfect time, yes. <laughs> and again, apologize for maybe a little bit of the leading question, but why did you know to buy at the perfect time? Because we worked here. Because you worked here and yeah. we talked about it. <laughs> we watched the market. Yeah. We see and we're like, hmm, wait, this might be the time. Ooh, rates have come down. Prices are on the way up. But, and that's the messaging that I want people to hear and know. And I want to get it out there. Hence the podcast. Yeah. Hence the video. The new location that's right on Main Street with a sign right on a four-foot canopy, not anywhere near uh, ostentatious, but ostentatious, but um, noticeable. Yes. Next to Midway Design and Bree Duncan with her classy uh, business, 
Tyler upstairs with Killowin, all those yeah. variables, right? The prime location is awesome. So it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so I guess the answer to when do you pivot is, well, one of the questions I asked in the previous podcast was when should I buy a house? It's now. <laughs> I think you should pivot, have pivot in your mindset constantly. But to think of big stuff, I think we should, I think it's, you sit down and talk amongst each other. I think, I think it's not one person making decisions here. I do make the final decisions, right. but I'm hoping th that you could say that I look to you and listen to you. Oh yeah, definitely. I think we all, we all work well with each other and we all talk amongst each other and we, yeah, we, I think we work that way. That's we come for advice on things all the time. So back to what I asked you originally, where, you know, how do you feel about this business, even though you're not called an owner or whatever? And you said, I feel very, what was the adjective you used? I feel what? I, I don't remember. What well, let's I not go on history. Let me have you say yeah, it again. What um, do you feel? Well, I feel like I can, you know, take ideas and kind of just soar with them. So, so even though you have the safety of a, a paycheck, you have an entrepreneurial opportunity. Yeah. The good thing I set up, and this is maybe something I'll teach all the time, is that as the ladies came and said, hey, Tom, I want to work here or, or an opportunity to work here, I need the security of the job. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go away, right? But I also knew how important it was to have that entrepreneurial opportunity where I, I put a very large opportunity of bonuses, right? The more volume we close, the more loans we close, the more money you make. And in fact, I have to go back as we finish. <laughs> I got to go. We had a conversation where I was going to change your bonus program, yeah. right? I was going to change your bonus program. And you were like, no, no. Why? Um, because I didn't think it was always going to benefit that, the you know, the best way. And I was like, wait, this doesn't work for certain times. That's right. <laughs> your bonus program was set up for more of the smaller volume numbers. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, I want to change this to be bigger volume numbers. And you were like, but what if we don't get there? Right. <laughs> and then two years later, what happened to your income? It went way high for, I think your income on the bonus side was the same or more than your, Oh yeah. Than your, your base pay. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's another just fun little thing to talk about that allow opportunity and being a part of if we make more money, we'll make more money, right? Yes. Now we're all together. We're going to make a move. We're making all sorts of crazy fun changes to our marketing. And here we go, right? Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so this is the first of, you know, when do you, we're deciding that now is the time at a recession time, at a downtime, at a time when people are complaining and nervous. And we're saying now is our time. Yeah. And we'll follow up with this. And then three, six months, 12 months, we'll be able to tell you what happened. Yes. But odds are, I think with our track record, we're going to see some positive. What do you think? Oh, I definitely think so. Okay. Yep. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you next time. This is Dollars and Sensibility, and I'm Tom Stone. Thank you for listening, and thanks for getting real with me. So next step is to answer your questions. Come see me, Guild Mortgage, 435-654-9979, or goapplastom.com.